Welcome to the Adorning the Dark podcast. My name is Ken, and on this podcast we take a look at scripture and see how we can be scripturally um, true while exploring the arts. We've already spoken about lamentations and, and biblical lamenting, but this seems to be a topic that just uh, won't go away. So we're going to be doing not necessarily a deep dive, but just a bit of a story from my side about lamenting and what it means to me. So this idea of lamenting just doesn't seem to go away. Um, been thinking about it quite a bit and two things kind of popped up in the recently. Uh, first of all, a book by Matt and Beth Redman, uh, who wrote the song Blessed Be Your Name, called Finding God in the Hard Times, Choosing to Trust and Hope When You Can't See the Way. And secondly, an old article of a musician that I followed for a long time, Sandra McCracken. And uh, just two of these um, articles and books just highlighted some, some things for me. So I thought what I'd do is just kind of like give the highlights of what they say in these articles and one or two things they say in the book and um, then just kind of go back to to my difficulty with with lament and how that is shaping this journey so part of the the article uh, on Sandra McCracken's new album which is called Songs from the Valley new album's two years old uh, the article states as many as 40% of the Bible's psalms can be categorized as psalms of lament the words pulse with protest, indignation, complaint, and sorrow, even as they contain hope. And while modern worship movement has done much good, has largely missed the importance of lament. Artists like Sandra McCracken help us recover this biblical tradition. The Psalms drive us to God, seeking His light in the darkness of earthly toil. They give us voice to our protests and frustrations, and they provide a framework and a vocabulary for approaching God even when he seems distant. The protests and expressed frustrations of lament may seem beneath the Christian believer, but they are all over the pages of scripture. You know, and it just it carries on, and, you know, there's a couple of lyrics in there. But it says, Jeff, McCracken isn't voicing frustration just to vent. This is not an album of her needing to share the scars of her own story. Instead, this is music to remind us and herself that suffering does not have the final say. As Tim Keller observes, suffering is unbearable if you aren't certain God is for you and with you. Thompson the Valley clearly sees the reality of our strife, while also seeing God within it. You know, they talk about her album being recorded. And the, the songs on this album carry a weight of someone who knows what it means to experience loss without pushing God away. This is a sadly uncommon expression in today's church where lament doesn't always seem welcome in our conceptions of healthy faith. When chaos, difficulty and loss strike, we're all more apt to run towards disillusionment and cynicism than toward honest and vulnerable faith. Yet the book of Psalms is full of harsh honesty directed towards God. Consider Psalm 77. After seeking the Lord, the psalmist says, I would not be comforted. This frustration leads to questioning. Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he shut up his compassion? That's Psalm 77 verse 9. Such questions may be uncomfortable to some ears, but if there's a profound comfort, there's a place for full-throated lament in my worship of God. 
Honest lament is the soil which our pain and struggles can sprout new life. Recognizes the healing that comes through bearing each other's burden, sharing struggles with our brothers and sisters. This is the thing about, you know, Psalm 139 reminds us that even in the darkness, it's not dark to God. The night is bright as day and the darkness is light with Him. These hopeful words remind us that the Lord can be known and felt and most clearly in our darkest seasons. The heights of His love can sometimes be grasped most profoundly from the perspective of the valley. So, yeah, I mean, that's just a little insight into to kind of her album and, and kind of ideas about lamenting and her story is also a story of, of divorce and um, things like that and much heartache, you know. So we there's space for us to lament, you know, going throughout this book uh, by Matt and Beth Redman, this entire book just seems to be you know, about lament and how lament is an integral part. I mean, it's up to 40% of the Psalms are Psalms of lament. There's books of lamentation. Why are we so far away from this, this idea of lament, this idea of vulnerability before God? And I think that's part of what I want to kind of talk and think about in the next section is it my own struggle to lament with what it means to lament um so yeah we'll get that to that in a second you are listening to the adoring dog podcast we're available on spotify and anchor you can join the conversation at www.facebook.com forward slash Adorning the Dark podcast. So this is the, the part that's that's interesting and difficult for me. It's it's as much as I read about the biblical ideas of lament, of coming to God, of you know, essentially laying it all down, just going, hey. God, what's up? Um, it's something that in my own life I found incredibly difficult to actually do. And I think this is a problem, you know, not only for, for me, but I think for a lot of people who have been part of, of the Christian faith and Christian tradition for a long time. You know, we have this idea about God where He is sovereign, He is all powerful God. Um, you know, that could be one reason. He's an all-powerful God that how can you, you moan to him? Your your problems are kind of beneath him. You know, he doesn't really care. Um, so how, how, how can you go and and kind of shh to God with that sort of uh, attitude <laughs> where you are taking your petty problems and just going, oh, God, why aren't you sorting out my problems? You know, and it's that that the idea that God is this distant judge, angry father, doesn't really care, isn't really intimately involved in our lives. That can lead to this idea that we can't lament, that we can't um, take 
the very reality of how of our existence and kind of share that with God. It's kind of ridiculous because he knows these things already. And I believe lament is very much more for us than it is for God. And what I mean by that is God wants us to know that we are free to to kind of voice our dissent or our voice our frustration or voice our anger or our confusion at any given situation and um, you know again the church has done such a poor job of teaching this you know the other side besides you know when we we don't think that God's this angry father or distant uncaring God we can tend to be that that's beneath us we just need to praise it away we need to be overly grateful we need to be which can also create a, a fake, a fakeness in us in the way that we react and respond to God. And it does no good in the fact that we can't be real, that we can't be true, and that we can't be honest with God about what He, but what's going on in our lives. And this is this is for me, this this dichotomy of these two things being equally true for me. That you know, as a Christian, as a worship leader, I, I feel this, you can't really moan to God because A, he's kind of too big to worry about our problems, which is a massive deficiency in my understanding of who God is. And also that, you know, well, as a Christian, as a leader, as a, a worship leader, that, you know, I need to praise through the storm. And there's a place to praise even in the difficult times. Of course there is. You know, scripture tells us that when we're in the difficultness, praise, you know. But to take away from what 40% of the Bible says about lamenting, about that honesty before God, just going, God, I'm struggling. I don't know what's going on at the moment. I don't know how to deal or cope with life around me. It appears as though you are are distant, you aren't there, that you're not listening. It's that honesty between us and before God that kind of builds that relationship. You know, um, it's easy just to say, I trust God. But when we go through these seasons of doubt and we're able to lament that these seasons of doubt that we're going through become real. You know, we, we can voice our proper frustration instead of just going i believe it's true you know yes we need to believe it's true yes we need to to trust the lord but at the same time we need to be honest and open enough before god and i, I believe this is what god wants from us he wants uh, his children his people to to have faith to believe him and the the, the times that we have of going god i i, I don't believe help my unbelief God, I, I'm struggling to see, you know, what's going on. You know, when we are able to do that, there's a, a profound freedom and closeness uh, that comes, comes, I believe, as we do that. You know, it's, it's difficult to explain, but that, that difficulty of, you know, expressing it and highlighted again by my youngest she's beautiful beautiful little girl but she's passionate you know she's got energy and vimmer 
and um, she, when she's upset, <laughs> she lets me know, you know, if I uh, said to her that I'd, um, I don't know, get her a treat or take her to the park, which you can't do in this, this day and age, but, you know, and I fail to, to kind of deliver in the time frame that she she is the thinks is relevant she gets upset she voices her her um she voices her her displeasure she voices her concerns her confusion and that's good you know the more the more I and mean, as a dad i would never want to change that about her i'd never want her to to not do that because she feels trusting enough she feels loved enough and cared for enough as my daughter that she can go to her dad and she can just go hey what's the problem here and we are spoken about so often in scripture as being god's children why do we think that we can't Stand before God and just go, hey, I believe you made promises. I, I'm trusting you. Why aren't they coming true? Have you forgotten about me? And it's not that God has forgotten about you, but it's that we have that ability to know that we are loved, that God is good and God is true, that we can go and ask and question, just like a child comes to its parents. And in the end of the day, the ability for them to do that grows a trust in a relationship that wouldn't be there if they just accepted it as unquestioned robots and automatons. You know? So, yeah, that's just my, my thoughts of my difficulties and just, you know, of lament and how we, I think, as a church really... And as Christians and as creatives need to embrace this, you know, they're, they're, we are in a season of loss and grieving worldwide with this whole COVID-19 thing. And all of us go through seasons of grieving and loss. And the church is not grieving, is not lamenting, is not wrestling with these real emotions. And in a way we can come across as incredibly fake incredibly untrue <clears throat> because yes while we are holding on to the promises of god we aren't wrestling with the realities of day-to-day -day life and i think that there's such a can be such a good witness for us to to kind of just um in the way that we are just lament yeah This is the Adorning the Dark podcast. We are available on Spotify and we are available on Anchor. You can join the conversation at www.facebook.com forward slash Adorning the Dark podcast. Yeah, I know this was a fairly short um, discussion. But just kind of adding on to what we've been discussing about lamenting and 
it just seems to be a topic that won't go away <laughs> about lamenting. And maybe it's a personal thing. Maybe it's something that I really need to embrace myself. But uh, yeah, as Christian creatives, we we can and we should um, be looking towards Scripture and seeing how we can honestly worship God and uh, grow our relationship and encourage other people to grow their relationships. And I think that there's just something about lamenting that is not only good for our souls and good for ourselves and good for our relationships with God, but a church that laments or leading the church to lament, um, yeah, would just really be beneficial for the church as a whole be beneficial for the church's witness um so yeah that's just a couple of thoughts um until next time thank you for your time you've been listening to the adorning the dark podcast uh, we've been talking about limitations um and we just want to thank you for joining these conversations these uh, verbal notes you know I probably will in future go through these and kind of make them better um, put a bit more research into them but I just wanted to get things going uh, put something up there uh, it's always easier to to move when you have a target so uh, have grace for these short little conversations Thank you.